Tonight on Hip Star Tonight now available on iTunes paid for by the following the original 1-800-NEED-A-GIMMICK.COM Please donate now to the Heart and Soul Foundation and visit hipstar.ca It is tonight tonight on Hip Star Tonight Monday <laughs> Monday November 27th 2017 Thanks um, to all those who have been reaching out, really, uh, making sure that we've been okay. Uh, Some out there in this territory actually want more daily episodes, and I appreciate that because that means there's listeners that take our words constructively, you know, not just acting upon one sentence like a fragile baby man. With that being said, um, uh, for everyone who has been concerned, Jay Moore is doing fine recouping his health but the man needs to get himself back together you you don't need to message and comment on a daily basis let's let's just let the man rest okay please he's not well right now so let's give the man some space we will rendezvous at a better time okay uh, i i have to admit i hesitated on this week's show now it's a week late maybe more and i i wish i didn't I mean, clearly, since here I am on the mic, I hesitated on this entire show, really. The last couple of months have been so all over the place, and I want to apologize for that. Uh, To my co-host that's done nothing but support me, and to everybody that's tuned in, whether through hatred or curiosity as well for the same amount of support. I I had a problem separating my ego's bookings with my personal beliefs. But if you are passionate about something, why would you question it? If it's truly coming from your heart, why would you let a couple comments or threats push you back? I, I don't know. But if it's just me who is going to stay strong, then I'm gonna stick to it, man. Uh, especially right now in Ontario, there's issues happening right now and they need to be discussed I'm sorry no 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 no. I take back that meaningless apology I'm not sorry because Hamilton it's a shit show right now though it might not be affecting the towns around it we can't turn a blind eye or just stick to our long-winded statuses Pierre I'm sorry I don't mean that in a bad way we're, we're currently in a time where everyone seems to be afraid to share their views and I, I don't want to live in fear of that anymore no more but before any of that let's check in with our eye in the sky the same guy who loves him some pie what's the territory looking like over there my man hey you sexy bitch I've kind of lost my mind today Six days for a wrestling show? Eh, why the fuck not? Good people in the Hamilton area. We don't want to have an empty spot for wrestling, so we're all going to get together and put on some crazy shit. We'll see what happens. All right, thanks, Pierre. I, uh, I got to make a call to him later this week because there's things we need to share, get off our chest, rant about, rightfully so. So stay tuned for Friday's episode for that. <sighs> Okay, all right, where do I start? Um, okay, I... Well, first off, I just want to say, we've gotten to a point where the vet's working now. You know, they're 10 years plus, they have seen the highlights, they've gotten a shot, and they've... But then they've experienced the downs, maybe had to get some surgeries, a bunch of disappointments, but, you know, the highlights are there, and they're still doing it now to still get those kicks. You know, the weekend high. 
right? Or you got the guys who, again, had those highlights and eventually just re maybe grew up, that you can call it that, or they realized that they had to move on. Maybe they weren't going anywhere or they reached a point where they are now leading that responsible life, got that expensive house, that nice car, dog, some kids, you know. But back then when they were rocking it, they were rocking it. Those were the guys that trained me. The guys that were jacked, didn't give a shit and they would voice their opinion. They would tell you when you were fucking up and what they didn't like. And there was no fear behind that. And it's a shame that we don't have that right now. And it's a shame that the only person seems to be doing that is this fucking scrawny kid who you know has he reached puberty we don't know we can't tell with his voice we don't know but that's just what I've been raised with that that's my motivation and that's where my passion in wrestling comes from because I when I see something that I don't like I feel like there's a logical reason behind it otherwise I wouldn't be talking so frantically long sentencedly you know and making up words like that so all right well and this is how we go as my online status said i just want to read it over again okay just in case there was something that you missed let's let's try this again here all right dear ontario indie wrestling students as well as aspired greenhorns. There are no Ontario Indie rules and regulations, but maybe want to try for some guidelines for our province to follow. One, use these next five years to take any new opportunity and use it for the learning curve that it is. Working your buddy repetitively can sure be fun, but you prolong your progress by placing yourself in a comfort zone instead of having these new experiences of working new shapes, new sizes, new styles. Two, your motivation to learn and improve is fresh. Take this chance to craft your in-ring work as tight, as snug as you possibly can at this stage. Gimmick and stipulation matches can always come in time, but they do nothing for you now other than damage your body. Just fucking keep it simple and use this time to find yourself. Three. Those learning curves and experiences of wrestling new bodies, they come hand in hand with branching yourself out to new promotions. Are not all the bookings you hoped for, you know, hoped to be coming in as fast as you had wished? Start your own promotion, I suppose. Uh, Maybe a better question is, if you want to dip your feet in all the pools, or just stay in your own backyard above ground forever. Okay, um... All right, maybe we will get into Hamilton then, because, I mean, these rules were inspired by a lot of them. So let's just try this out, okay? What I'm getting at is, why do you want to be a wrestler? What made you get into training? Was it just so you could change your Facebook occupation to independent wrestler? That's not a fucking occupation. That's not, it's barely a full-time career. I mean, so, never mind. A wrestling match is a canvas for art. That's the one major thing I will always agree with from Bret Hart's perspectives. Little versus big, big versus fat, skinny versus jacked, jacked versus fat. We can go all over the place with this. The beauty of these matchups are your creativity to write 
create the story and the art of these matches. What improves you as a wrestler is when you're faced with all these different stipulations. At first, it may be challenging, but ain't it a good feeling when you find that comfort zone? Oh, I've done this skinny versus jacked match over a dozen times. Now, now I, uh, I know to take a little from this experience, a little from that experience. Oh, but wait, you can do this spot? Oh, I've never tried that before. Let's try that. That's what makes you the best. But if you're not interested in this, more interested in working your buddies, having good memories, knowing you're going to hang it up soon, then I, I suppose just be upfront about it. If you know that you're here for a good time, not a long time, take bookings all you want, man. Like, as far as straps and important spotlights go, take a step back. Because there is so much talent right now clearly not getting the credit they deserve. And the credit seems to be going to the ones I just... I'll just never understand why they're getting it. I'm sorry, I mean, but you're not learning anything by doing a best of seven series with a dude you train with twice a week. If this is a goal of yours and you do, you do take wrestling seriously, why not you both master your craft first? Get over a year of traveling in first, those four mentioned experiences, and when you are both at your peak, tear it up, man, do it. I'm all for it. But when you've been training for a couple months or so, wrestling the same handful of dudes, what are you learning? If you're still a kid who screams during chain wrestling, then you got a lot further to go, dude. And that's something that needs to be discussed. You do watch the Fed's product, right? You notice how chain wrestling is one of the first things you learn in training, and how the dudes on TV treat it like a competition? They're not screaming, yelling in pain after the first arm of the match, it's hold for hold. They're looking for how they are going to reverse it, while the guy using the hold is looking for how he is going to stay in control or keep the hold cinched in. That's what wrestling is. That's what chain wrestling is. That's the whole competition behind it. It's not lock up, arm ringer, ah! Oh my non-existent god, please! I'm not saying uh, that you can't make noise. I'm saying that when you're in ultimate pain from the first arm hold, headlock of the match, it, it, you're adding cheese to it. You're not ready to understand what wrestling is. It, it, it just looks so cheesy. We cannot afford for wrestling to look like that anymore because uh, as you can see, it's already kind of going downhill. Ratings are kind of already suffering from multiple TV companies that we cannot afford to have these new kids thinking that all it is is again, lock up, top wrist lock, scream your head off. You look terrible, you look silly. Now, if, uh, you're, if you are rather green still, you train multiple schools but never stuck with one, then probably you running a show, booking someone who was once on TV and once a recognized name, this is not going to teach you anything. Okay, sorry, one or two notes that you'll learn, usually because you fucked up or embarrassed yourself during the actual match itself, and buddy that you booked had to tell you, like, hey man, you gotta, you know, do this next time. Usually, you know, get your head out of your ass and be more attentive, maybe train more, uh. But I mean, Tyson Dukes, Diener, Phil Atlas, these guys know exactly what this point is about. Kid who has been wrestling less than three years, books one of these names in a match with them, thinking it's going to teach them and give them the push that they need. Wrong! I know about this, okay? When Pistol Pete was running his own promotion, he did the same with me, but I wasn't ready to take on these major names. I embarrassed myself. I worked Kushida when his first North American match, and I made a 
fucking fool out of myself, man. I will always regret that because I was not ready. But again, I had that mentality that I was going to be so much better after this. Japan's going to be, uh, you know, they're going to be looking at me all the time now that I've worked Kushida. <sighs> it's wrong, man. All right. You're wrong if you have that mentality. Training with them, paying your dues with these names on a weekly basis is what is going to get you this push. Running your own show when you have a small bit of experience in wrestling to begin with is only going to make you look like a fool. A bankrupt fool, actually, because rightfully so. The vets are going to take you for all of your money, as they should. But this is a good thing, you know, because I cannot wait for Davin Christensen to fold. Those booking choices are clearly filled with who he marks out for. Yet he clearly has no idea what the in-ring work includes. He just mashes names together, marks out personally, and thinks everyone else will too. Ah, but he, you know, he eats improperly so the testosterone in his system isn't there to back up his thoughts so estrogen takes over and he gets hurt when these facts are said that and you know when you rely on your vices and put forth no effort for your own health and fitness your judgment is going to be off way off all right okay uh final notes uh hamilton i believe alpha one should be the only one running there right now okay uh, I'm sorry, no limits, you're good too. Now, before you get your overpriced high spots, tights, and a knot, think about that claim. Two promotions, two completely different crowds. They go to these shows for a unique experience of wrestling. Each of them are completely different. Everyone else running right now, they try for names and just those cool dude matches that they'd imagine Meltzer would splooge over. Again, Alpha One is for athleticism, and when you can't afford or wait for ROH to come back to Toronto, No Limits is for the hardcore junkies that get picked on at work all day and need a release to yell fuck and other obscenities, uh, especially when it feels a lot better to direct them at a person, you know, right? That and they have this weird fetish for blood. You know, I never understand it, you know, don't bleed on me.com. I've worked for a lot of these Hamilton companies and a lot of my buddies run them. So I'm sorry, I really don't want to insult, but there's nothing new offered. I'm just saying when, when we keep repeating each other and a lot of the same names are on top of other shows overlapping what's been done the week before, it's not necessary. I mean, Toronto is bigger than Hamilton. Hamilton there's no reason Hamilton has to have double the amount of shows that Toronto does. There's there's no reason for that. Uh, sorry guys, if you don't have anything new or different to offer, then just try to be independent yourself, as in your own wrestling brand, as in you as a wrestler. Go out there, save some money, you know, put the dream aside, save some money and work that shitty job, and then go visit England, Europe, Mexico, Japan, the Middle East. Try something out. It doesn't mean that if you can't do, you have to run. It is proven to have been more of a plague, a cancer, to this beloved wrestling industry that we all supposedly love than it's done good. If you love this wonderful craft, then respect it. It's the whole point of why I really wanted to turn on this red light today. <sighs> That's enough heat for me, everybody. Uh, this Friday, Pierre and I need to talk. So uh, stay tuned for that. We will be live uh, until then. Happy Monday night. All right. Stay safe. Water intake. Try baking yourself a potato. Because you know what? 
it's bullshit. There's actually you know, no cholesterol if you bake a potato and and then cool it for a bit. Because it works, it works out all the carbs from that cooling. I, n never mind, just try it. All right. In the meantime, happy Monday night. Tonight, tonight on Hipstarter Night.